0: to you, to you, to you, to you, to you, to you, and to you at the back there, yes, hello to you, oh, and of course to you, big hello to you, welcome to Story Shed, the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, grown-ups too, why not, uh, caterpillars, cricket players, cabbages, anyone and everyone who wants to listen, is more than, more than welcome, new and original stories every single time. Sorry, it's been a little while since the last episode. I have been super, super busy. In fact, I recently put out the thousandth episode of my other podcast, Yoto Daily. So if you haven't checked that out, you can via the Yoto app if you don't have a Yoto player. But this is Story Shed. It is episode 39 and it is time for another story. And that story is called The Tale of the Tunicorn. Oh yes, I often get asked to write a story about a unicorn, so shout out to everyone who has requested a unicorn story in the past. Here it is folks. I will be joined as always by my little helpers Belle and Ida at the end to discuss the story and right at the end I will say hello to some people who have got in touch. Otherwise, settle down, relax and come with me as we enter the story shed. shed episode 39 the tale of the tunicorn have you ever seen a unicorn i have you know many years ago wandering in the woods near my house she was lost and trying to find her way back to her planet moonicorn we had a nice chat before i helped her find the hidden shimmering portal that led back to her world I've looked for that portal many times since, but never found it. But it does exist, you know, moonicorn, and they do exist, you know, unicorns. And that is where this story is set, moonicorn, and that is what this story is all about, unicorns. So let's start, shall we? The final rays of turquoise sunshine were disappearing as the bright green sun that shone on Moonicorn sunk beneath the horizon. In a quiet, slightly run-down stable in the town of Sparkle Hill, Mrs. and Mr. Rainbow were welcoming their brand-new baby-corn into the world. Oh, here she comes, Mr. Rainbow cooed. Oh, she's beautiful, gushed Mrs. Rainbow. The most beautiful thing I've ever seen, Mr. Rainbow agreed. She's got a gorgeous mane and proud hooves and such soft fur. And, and, Mr. Rainbow couldn't finish his sentence, couldn't quite believe his eyes. Mrs. Rainbow finished it for him and two horns, she gasped. Outside the Rainbow's stable, a sly and wily unicorn called Green Star was listening in on the scene just described. His eyes grew wide when he heard Mrs Rainbow say, Two horns. Immediately he turned on his filthy hooves and galloped to the main square of Sparkle Hill. A tunicorn, he shouted at the top of his lungs. The rainbows have birthed a tunicorn! nonsense muttered grey mane that's just an old mare's tale tunicorns don't exist tell that to mr and mrs rainbow green star cackled they've got one in their stable right now more and more unicorns had begun to gather around at the commotion and were listening to green star's excited words crystal hoof was there and the moons full moon half moon and crescent moon and Silver Star and Glitter Mane and many, many more were arriving. The rainbow's new baby corn has got two horns, Green Star insisted. Come with me, I'll show you, I'll show you. And so soon a line of intrigued unicorns trotted along following Green Star to the rainbow's stable. More and more joined the line as it made its way through town, and by the time they arrived at the Rainbows, most of the town of Sparkle Hill was gathered, eager to get a glimpse of the Tunicorn. After a short while, Mr Rainbow came outside, followed by Mrs Rainbow, followed, on very wobbly hooves, by their new daughter. <coughs> this is our new daughter, began Mr Rainbow. It's true, someone cried from the crowd of open-mouthed unicorns. She's a tunicorn. The crowd gasped and wailed and whined and whinnied. It shuffled and skittered and stomped and stamped. They had never seen anything like it. Little Rainbow looked on with brand new eyes, unsure why everyone was looking at her. It was something that she had to get used to, little Rainbow. Everyone staring at her. Because from that day on, wherever she went, that's exactly what everyone did. Stare at her. They stared at her when she struggled to open the gate to the paddock. You see, to unlock the gate, you had to use your horn. There was a single horn-shaped hole... And whenever Little Rainbow tried to unlock it, her other horn got in the way. They stared at her when she ate. You see, unicorns have a quite unique way of eating. They toss their food up into the air using their horn before catching it in their mouths. But poor Little Rainbow, again she struggled with this. Her other horn kept getting in the way. They stared at her when she played horn hoop, a popular game among unicorns which involves catching and throwing a hoop using your horn and trying to land it on the golden horn. Little Rainbow could never catch the hoop. Her other horn got in the way. As you can see, life was pretty tricky for Little Rainbow, the tunicorn. She struggled with life in Sparkle Hill. She struggled to fit in. She struggled to make friends. She would often settle down on her hair at night, feeling sad. Mrs Rainbow would sing softly to her to get her to sleep. Wrap me up in a rainbow. Sing me softly to sleep. Cushion me in a soft cloud. Watch as I sink in so deep. Turn off the stars in the night sky. Dawn will wake me once more. Use the moon as my night light. Sway me steady and sure. Then one day when Little Rainbow was six, her life Changed her life, changed when she accidentally fell in a big patch of wet mud. Once again, little Rainbow was trying and failing to play horn hoop. She leapt for a hoop, missed, and fell backwards into a huge muddy puddle. She rolled around on the ground in frustration for a moment, and as a result, she rolled her tail which was covered in mud, into a kind of spike. She left the horn hoop field feeling sad and deflated at yet another failed attempt to play the game. When she arrived at the showers to wash herself, she gave a big sigh. Here was another thing she struggled to do with two horns. You see, the showers were operated by putting your horn into a single hole. Little Rainbow usually had to ask someone else to turn the shower on for her, which was very embarrassing. However, this time, Little Rainbow suddenly had a bright idea. She turned around and backed up towards the shower. Her tail, you see, was still in a stiff spike. So she backed up towards the shower and poked her tail in the hole, just like all the other unicorns did with their horns. She used her tail as a horn and oh how sweet it was to feel the warm spray of the shower. It gushed down on her and Little Rainbow danced and giggled under the water. Her tail of course was washed clean and didn't stay in a spike. But the next time Rainbow needed a shower she muddied her tail and rolled it into a spike on purpose. She even did the same next time she needed to open a gate. Spiked her tail, backed up towards the gate, pushed it into the hole and hey presto, it opened. Little Rainbow was over the moon. Finally, at last, she had a little independence. She felt like she fitted into her world just a little bit better. Before long, Rainbow started wearing her tail in a permanent spike. Mrs Rainbow had helped her find a cream rather than using mud all the time, and after a little bit of practice, Little Rainbow was using her tail to do everything that the other unicorns did with their horns. Showering, opening doors, picking things up, playing horn hoop, even eating She quickly learnt to put her food behind her and then flick it forwards with her tail all the way over her body, above her head and into her mouth. It was quite a sight. At first it was a little funny that Little Rainbow did everything backwards, but everyone soon got used to it and Little Rainbow had never been happier. Actually, one thing I didn't mention earlier is that being a tunicorn in a unicorn world does have some advantages. For example, at the annual Sparkle Hill Donut Hunt, which takes place every new moon eve, Little Rainbow was able to collect twice as many donuts as everyone else. Or during the Sparkle Hill Springtime Sparkle Parade, Little Rainbow was able to decorate her two horns in twice the amount of sparkly decorations as everyone else. And now, now that she effectively had three horns, two up front and one at the back, Little Rainbow could collect even more doughnuts and decorate herself with even more sparkle. It turns out, Being a tunicorn on moonicorn wasn't so bad after all. You see, I told you unicorns exist, didn't I? Oh, and did I mention that the unicorn I saw wandering in the woods many years ago actually had two horns? (coughs) There we go. That was the tale of the Tunicorn. I'm now joined by my little helpers, Belle and Ida. Hello.
1: Hi. Hello.
0: OK, what was that story about and where was it set?
1: It was about a unicorn with two horns and she lived on Moonicorn.
0: Good. So it was about a unicorn with two horns, also known as a...
1: tunicorn.
0: On Moonicorn. How did Rainbow's parents feel when little Rainbow was first born?
1: Astonished. Uh, Shocked. Because it was um, unheard of to have a a unicorn with two horns and uh, one had just been born. And all the other unicorns only had one horn.
0: Exactly. All the other unicorns have one horn, but she was born with two horns, so everyone was very, very shocked. Can you remember some of the names of the other unicorns that came to look at Rainbow when she was born?
1: The moons, like half moon, full moon, crescent moon. Good. Green Star was the one who heard, overheard the conversation about their daughter.
0: Fantastic.
1: Grey Mane and Silver Star. And Glitter Mane.
0: Fabulous. Good stuff. Some nice unicorn names there. What was life like for little Rainbow on Moonicorn?
1: Hard. Because she she couldn't do all the games and all the things that other unicorns could do.
0: Brilliant. Like what?
1: Um eat, play horn hoop, open doors or gates, and turn on the shower.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Good stuff. How did her mum comfort her? How did Mrs Rainbow comfort Little Rainbow, who felt sad about her life?
1: She sang her a song at night time.
0: Okay, and how did Little Rainbow's life change? What happened to change her life?
1: She was playing horn hoop and she she tried to get the hoop and then she fell over and landed in a muddy puddle and she was rolling. And her tail got in a spike. And then... The spike on her tail was the same shape as a horn. So she, from then on, used her tail to turn on everything. And eat.
0: Exactly. So she could use her tail like a horn. So then she ended up with, really, three horns. And why did that make her maybe even better than some of the other unicorns?
1: In a donut hunt, she could get... Twice as many donuts as other people could. And in the parade that they have, um, she could decorate herself with twice as many things on her horns.
0: Fantastic stuff. If you were a unicorn, what would your name be?
1: Moonlight.
0: Moonlight, I like it. If there's a message to this story, what's the message, do you think?
1: If you're different, then... Don't let people stop you from doing cool things.
0: Okay, if you're different, don't let people stop you from doing things. Good, Edie.
1: If somebody's different to you, don't laugh or don't don't whisper about them because think how they feel.
0: Fabulous! I love it. Fantastic stuff. And finally, have you ever seen a unicorn?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Both of you. Mm-hmm. Really? Where? When? <laughs>
1: um, When we uh, went to a theme park (laughs) and it was riding a unicorn roller coaster. (laughs) When when we went to the Guffalo Woods and it was riding on top of the (laughs) Guffalo.
0: Okay, okay. There we go, folks. Thank you very much. Thank you to my little helpers. See you next time, girls.
1: Bye. See ya.
0: Thank you very much once again to Belle and Ida, our little helpers. Now, let's say hello to a few people out there. Once again, grown-ups, if you're listening, I apologise. It's got to the point where I can't respond to every message. I'm getting lots and lots and lots of messages, which is fantastic. But I'm afraid I'm unable to respond to everyone. But I do read them all. Absolutely read them all. And I love, love, love reading them all. Anyway, hello out there to Ramona in Oakland in California, aged six. Hi, Ramona. Hello to Morgan, aged seven, and Harper, aged five. Thank you so much for listening. Hello to Nora, aged four, and Henry, aged two, in Winnipeg, in Canada. Hi, guys. Hello to Gabe, in North Augusta, in South Carolina. Hi, Gabe. Thanks for listening. Hello to Ophelia, who is two, in Burnsville. Hi, Ophelia. Thank you. Big hello to William and the rest of the Donahue family. Hi William, thank you so much for listening and happy birthday for a little while ago. Hello out there to Sandy who turned six recently. Hi Sandy and two-year-old Quinn. Hello, thank you guys for listening so, so much. Hello to five-year-old Noemi in Paris. Hello Noemi and thank you so much for your lovely, lovely recorded message. I loved it. Hi Noemi. Hello to Ollie, aged six. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening. Great idea about Lego coming alive. Fantastic, Ollie. Thank you. Hi to Ben in Marlowe in the UK. I know that you turned five recently. Happy birthday, Ben. Thanks for listening. Hello to Ryan in Melbourne in Australia. I know you turned seven recently. Fantastic, Ryan. Thank you for listening. Hello to you. Hello to Lena. Lena McKenna Graham, aged four in London. Thank you. Thank you for listening, Lena. Big hello to you. Hello to Breya and McCabe. Thank you so much for getting in touch and a huge thank you for listening. Breya and McCabe. Hello to Quinn in Winnipeg in Canada. Hi, Quinn. Thanks for listening. Hello to Xavier, aged seven. Thank you so much for listening to StoryShed and Yoto Daily. It means a lot, Xavier. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello to Nora in the Bay Area in California. I know that you turned eight recently. So happy birthday to you, Nora. Big hello and thanks for listening. Hello to Dylan. Hi there, Dylan. And thanks for your idea of a story about a crisp and a cracker. Fantastic. Thanks, Dylan. Hello to Seb, aged six in Belfast. Thank you for listening, Seb. A huge hello to you. Hello to Magnus and Rufus in Wanaka in New Zealand. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening down in New Zealand. Hi, Magnus. Hi, Rufus. Hello to five-year-old Harris. Thank you for getting in touch, Harris. Thank you so much for listening. And a big hello to your little sister, Addison, as well. Hi, Harris. Hi, Addison. To Vermont in the USA to say hello to Maya, aged five, and Asa, aged two. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for listening and getting in touch. Big hello to you. Hello out there to Jace. Hi, Jace. I know that you turned seven recently. I hope it was fantastic. Big hello and thanks for listening to you, Jace. Hi to Harrison and Atlas as well. Big hello to Jake. Hi, Jake. I know that you turned nine recently. I hope it was magnificent. Thank you very much for listening, Jake, and a huge belated happy birthday to you. Hi, Jake. Hello to Suzanne, aged five, in Somerville in Massachusetts. Thank you so much for your message, Suzanne, and a big hello to you. To San Francisco now to say hello to Finton. Hi, Finton, and happy belated birthday to you as well. Thank you for listening to Story Shed. I hope your birthday was fantastic. Hi, Finton, in San Francisco. Oh, and hello to Cormac as well. To Atlanta, in Georgia, to say hello to Judah, aged six, and Aiden, aged four. Hi, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your message and thank you so much for listening. It means a lot. A big hello to Judah and Aiden. Hello to Seren, aged five. Hi, Seren. Thank you very, very much for listening to Story Shed. Big hello to you. And thanks for your idea of a story about a fairy or butterflies. Hello to Nia, aged four in Crouch End. Hi, Nia. Thank you for your message and thank you so much for listening. And hello to your brother Rayan as well. Fantastic. Hi, Nia. And good luck starting school later this year. We're in Andover in Minnesota in the USA now to say hello to Gabriella. Hi Gabriella and Camilla. Hi Camilla. I know that you guys had birthdays recently as well, so big happy birthday to you guys and thank you so much for listening to Yoto Daily and Story Shed. Hi Gabriella and hi Camilla. To Oakhurst in New Jersey in the USA to say hello to Sadie. Hi Sadie! Thank you so much for listening to Story Shed and a belated happy birthday to you. I know you turned 5 recently. Thanks Sadie and happy birthday. To Tennessee now to say hello to Henry aged 6. Hi, Henry. I really appreciated your message as well, Henry. Thank you so much for getting in touch and saying hello. Big hello to Henry. Hello to Orla, aged four in Shrivenham. Hi, Orla. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and getting in touch. Big hello to you, Orla. Hello to Margot, who turned five recently. Hi, Margot. And hello to your sister, Maeve, as well. Big thank you and happy belated birthday to you, Margot. Thanks for listening. Hello to Beatrice, who also got in touch. Hi, B, aged five, and you said that you were planning a story about unicorns. Fantastic. I hope you enjoyed that one. Thank you for saying hello. Hi to you, Beatrice. Hello to Brady, who is aged four in Redmond in Washington. Thank you. Thank you so much for getting in touch, Brady. I'm so happy you have been enjoying StoryShed. Big hello to you, Brady. To Oklahoma City, to say a big hello to Mac. Hi Mac, thanks for listening, it really means a lot. A huge hello to you in Oklahoma City, hello to Mac. Hello to Bailey and Hadley. Hi, guys. Thank you for getting in touch and saying your favourite story is the horse had hiccups. Good stuff. Thank you, Bailey and Hadley. Thank you for listening. Hello to you guys. To Leon in France to say hello to Zaya. Hi, Zaya, who also wants to say hello to their friends, Inez, Fede and Haruto. Sorry if I got those names wrong. Anyway, big hello, Zaya. Thank you for getting in touch and thank you so much for listening to story Shed. Hi to all of you guys. Hello to April, aged four. Hi there. And thank you for... Listening to my stories every morning with breakfast, that is fantastic. A big hello to you, April, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello to Josie, who got in touch as well to say they'd like a story about princess fairies. Thank you, Josie, thank you so much for listening. Big hello to you to Melbourne in Australia, to say hello to Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Thank you for listening and happy seventh birthday to you. I know that you turned seven recently as well. A huge belated happy birthday and hello to you, Ryan in Melbourne. Hello to Sam and Rosie in Sheffield. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening to StoryShed. It means an awful lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Sam. Hi, Rosie in Sheffield. We're in France again to say hello to Emily and Thomas. Hi Emily, hi Thomas, and thank you so much for listening to Story Shed over in France. Thank you a million times. Thank you Emily and Thomas, thanks for getting in touch. And finally, thank you and hello to Ramona aged seven and Yarrow aged four in California. Who listen to Story Shed while crafting? That is lovely. I love it. Thank you for getting in touch. Hi, Ramona. Hi, Yarrow. Thank you for getting in touch. I love, 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 love receiving your messages. Keep them coming in. And I'll see you again next time on Story Shed.